Have you ever looked up at the stars and wondered if your world and everything in it is merely the result of four pasty weirdos who may not even be wearing pants, sitting at their computers talking to each other? What if the moment these dorks grow bored of imagining your world, they can just ball it up and throw it away? Well, welcome to Disposable Worlds. Take your ideas and roll them in pottery classes. <laughs> Whoa. No fucking idea. I honestly, every single time I sit, I press the record button, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to do an intro to this show. <laughs> yeah, no fucking clue where that was going. Um, welcome to Disposable Worlds, the show where we enroll your ideas in pottery classes for the summer, but turns out it was a cult the whole time. So, I am Ryan, and I'm the regretful parent that uh, thought it was a good idea to enroll your ideas in this in these classes. I think I think our metaphors are starting to lose the plot a little bit. Yeah, I don't think we ever had one, honestly. <laughs> they started they started well, I mean they started out as kind of a, a description of what we actually do. Mm-hmm. But Smashing now we're just ideas together. Yeah, you know, creating better ideas out of them we enroll your we enroll your ideas in a pottery class and push them into the kiln <laughs> and try to teach them a useful skill but unfortunately we failed we mash them into the clay and mold them with our hands and then mm. heat them in the kiln welcome to disposable worlds the show where we run a bakery that we invite all of your ideas to uh, but it turns out we're just fattening them up to turn them into further baking produce items <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we just want to bake your ideas. Hey, Stephen. Stephen, how about you uh, try one? Yeah, let's let's let Stephen try one. Uh, I am I am absolutely unequipped for this. We'll do it. Just gun um, it. Pedal to the metal. Welcome to Disposable Worlds, the show where we take your ideas and you know stuff them in a bag. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> we and we keep them. You can't have them back. They're ours. All right, Cody. Your turn, Cody. Um, welcome to the Disposable Worlds, the show where we invite your ideas uh, into outer space with us on an amazing adventure, and we fall in love among the stars. And <laughs> it's not as easy as it sounds, is it? Yeah. It's really hard, but no, you have practice, very, man. Your Ryan does have practice. <laughs> It's not as the I actually have no practice because I don't remember what I did the time before and it's I'm always on the spot. That's the maybe, worst. Maybe if we all do it together. Oh yeah, all simultaneously. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Maybe if Ryan thought ahead. For maybe once, if though. we if everyone just sort of throws ideas out there while right, we're on go. the count of three, everybody think what they're say what they're thinking. Ready? One, okay. two, three. Welcome to Disposable Welcome Worlds, to Disposable the show worlds. where we the, where take you, your uh, ideas out into the woods, massage your ideas, feed them to bears. With hot oils. <laughs> Very kindly, though. So, I'm Ryan. I am your host slash moderator, and the guy who, in my analogy, I guess, 
uh, actually cinches up the bag that your idea is in before I throw them to the bears. Oh, we're sticking with that intro. No, I just, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, cool. Well, I guess I'll just figure it out in post. Let's go. Let's go on it. I'm Cody, and I'm the guy who edits, edits this flaming ball of crap. Uh, I'm Steven, and I'm just here. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you really are. You're not. You're barely even here, honestly. At this point. He's here for the lols. All right. Well, let's hop into the, um, into the list and see what we've got today. So, Cody's mom submits, A world where plants have learned to communicate with people and animals. Thanks, Mom. They have they have senses and feelings, and they can convey to humans and creatures, um, and then a bunch of emo- emojis of plants and flowers and cacti and stuff. So, I would just like to take this moment to say how kind and loving my mm-hmm. mother is, and also what a fucking moron she can be sometimes. Did you even think about this, Mom? <laughs> what are we supposed to eat? Plants have feelings and shit. We're not eating they, animals. Yeah, we can't they, eat plants. They, what are we going to eat? Jesus, mom. Uh, or we can just listen God. to them scream as we chop them. Yeah, that's the way it works with animals, though, right? I mean, we kind of removed ourselves from that a little bit. But back in the day, like, that's just the cycle of life. You would, you were lucky if you didn't end your existence between the teeth of another animal screaming. So it's the circle of life. But now we get to do it on the, on the plant level, too. I would just, I'd be so excited that I could finally have a relationship I could maintain, my big mm. friend Cactus. Do you think your Cactus would resent you for keeping it locked up in your apartment? A cactus, Cactus don't care. Cactus is fucking chill. What do you think Cactus do, man? Like, they just chill, pretty much. They just fucking chill. They are kind of cold, cold pricklies, though. They're not very welcoming. Yeah, no, this idea especially falters this week in particular with 420 being tomorrow. Oh, like, every time you want to blaze it up. Yeah. Like you get, you, you got to um, ask the weeds permission. Yeah. You got to blaze up your buddy, bud. <laughs> your bud. Yeah. So Sorry, buddy. What sort of relationship is that with your with your your weed there? I mean, I guess it's like I guess it's like shopping for me, you know? You buy your weed already pre Is it dead? It's slaughtered. Pre-slaughtered. Is the accurate yeah. term. But and then you and then you and then you grind it up. It's like the meaty bits. But you know, your your um, a lot of plants have evolved so that their fruits are tasty for animals to eat and crap out. So like plants would actually be kind of creepy. Yeah, they'd be, they they they'd be like begging you to eat them and like trying to trick you into doing it. it, it same with like fruits. Like those are like the ovaries of a tree. <laughs> so it's kind of like we're eating plant eggs. Yeah. So we're 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 participating in the reproduction um, process. Of Potentially, a yeah. yeah. By eating them. <laughs> hey, big boy. Hey, big boy. You want some of these? Hey there. <laughs> How do well, these look? Fun. That's a fun way to think about it. <laughs> you like what you see, big boy? That apple tree over there is really coming on to me. Huh? They find it really pleasurable <laughs> to uh, to have their fruit snatched. I got a pair of juicy ones for you, big boy. <laughs> Put your bunch uh, down on this. Big old, big old sweet granny apples, huh? So the oh they've learned to communicate with people and animals. We can't even communicate with animals. We have to use plants to help us communicate with animals. We have to use plants as like a middle person. <laughs> the bridge between us and the monkeys. <laughs> when you're trying to talk to your horse, when you're trying to plow the fields, you have to like talk to the grass or whatever. Your dog says you should eat me, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> but plants have a very one track. A very one track mind. 
They're just trying to get get their bones yeah. off all the time. Yeah. Your dog says you don't have the cojones to eat me, <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> uh, I like that though, because yeah, the plants would be devious. I mean, they are trying to trick you into eating them by being all bright and sweet and juicy. So I would think that they would use mm-hmm. their a lot of mind tricks on you. What about what about plants with like poisonous berries? Is the point to like trick you into eating them by having them look delicious, um, and then you have to throw it up and you barf <laughs> their seeds all over them? I don't know, honestly. It's just it's faster than pooping it out. Well, I, guess. I think it depends on like I think they're just hostile to certain species because some animals can yeah. eat them and pass them and stuff like that, but others they don't. Well, that's not fair. It's not. It's like they're very. Elitist. Yeah, they just don't like yeah, us, so, you know. So, they hate so, humans. So I'm gonna go into the woods and like ask a plant to ask a bear how <laughs> delicious those berries are that I can't eat. <laughs> uh, and you can't get a straight answer because the plant is gonna skew it one way or another. Maybe it's just maybe that's just during springtime. Like it's impossible to talk to plants during springtime when like their priorities. They're, they're also they're trying to get the rocks off through you. Yeah, they gotta get it off. And oh god, what about fall time? Is that painful? Oh, I think it's very sad. There's lots of screaming. <laughs> That's how you know it's fall. <laughs> the first night that it dips below freezing, you just hear screams <laughs> just everywhere. Oh, that'd be awful, honestly. But so it says that they, they learn to communicate, and I do think it's fun for them to speak in a really creepy voice like that. <laughs> um, but they would probably have some other form of communication, I think, mm. and. I shudder at the thought of what that might be, honestly. Because you're right, plants are super creepy. <laughs> They're nasty boys, but I don't know what they. <laughs> I don't know what other form of communication they would have besides just hollering at you from the uh, vine or whatever. Well, maybe it's kind of like the happening where they release spores and they like, they can subjugate a person temporarily. They speak through us, like yeah. that scene in Independence Day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They take over, they skin right us. Yes. <laughs> Consume the apples. Is that what allergies is? Like them skin right? Yeah, like they're trying I to infiltrate so, like man. get into our brains and they get all up in my <laughs> business, man. Hey guys, we should totally go out in the backyard and eat all of the berries. <laughs> Let's go eat all the fruits. <laughs> Are you guys hungry for berries? So hungry for berries right now. Man, I fucking want some berries. You ever just look at that grass and think, man, that'd be fucking delicious. And we should maybe not mow it. Maybe not. <laughs> Looks good. <clears throat> All right, let's see if we can pair this up with something, too. So, Roe says, A world where the history of the building starts changing who you are and what you remember. What the hell does that mean? Um... The history of the building... Starts changing who you are. I think it's I think it's the history of any like building. the building that you're inside of, like your apartment building. Yeah. So so any building that you're inside of, the history yeah. of it, or your workplace. Uh, so I guess it's like ghosts. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Sorry, Ro. I'm not trying to shit on your idea. I just cannot. I'm just having problem parsing it. It's building ghosts. <laughs> um, the history of the building starts changing who you are and what you remember. So like almost like you become the ghost a little bit. That could be it. Yeah. You know what? That's not that. That actually, I, I could see how you could use that to your advantage. Mm-hmm. This is this is the house of the ghost of Colonel Sanders. <laughs> and my dream has been to make the best fried chicken recipe. And I, now I know all thirteen spices, herbs, and spices. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or is it just the black mold in the walls that is a plant that is overtaking your brain and trying to 
trying to subtly take over your brain waves and it's giving you the 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 race memories of all the mold plants that have lived in this building a sentient a sentient house mold all the things that they've seen and witnessed that was actually what? I don't think that's what they were going for but yeah that does fit overall well that was that was um a theory that I read about about what ghosts are or whatever is that like they're like almost like a photographic resonance of like plants and stuff like that um, it didn't make any goddamn sense at all but similar similar idea so can you build buildings to like create specific types almost like feng shui like um like a feng shui style of building buildings to influence people's mentality. Hmm. That's possible. But, and if it's true, I'm pretty sure all the buildings in my area have been designed to cause crashes. <laughs> car crashes. Uh, it's just constant, constant car crashes into fences. Maybe it's like a happening sort of a thing in your neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's something, there's something with these buildings. All the buildings are trying to get rid of the human population. There's too many people. They're trying to pull the cars right into the building, just like magnetic, you know. I can kind of see that already. I feel like a lot of buildings that I've worked in suck so bad that you just kind of hate yourself a lot. And you're just absorbing all of the negative energy of, of all the people that have had to waste their lives working inside of it. All right. Tosser's Delight says, hallucinations are actually glimpses into other dimensions. So hallucinations as in like drug induced or as in anytime you see something that you don't um that's not quite quite true i think i think it could be both but since we're nearing 420 we might as well <laughs> this is just gonna be the blazed it episode the 420 blazing it special so drug induced hallucinations especially so when you get high and whatever it is that you see <laughs> when um, you smoke so much weed that you just see all of the um, when you see all of the hallucinations that weed makes you hallucinate there yeah. are definitely people who believe this with certain drugs. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know. I believe that they they uh they peer glim- glimpse into, into other dimensions. It's all Terrence McKenna. Thing oh yeah, yeah. Like the of getting super fucked up on DMT and seeing the machine uh, elves gnomes. of the other dimensions and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They gave him things. Any not any hallucination though, not just drug induced though. Anytime that you have like a fever dream or something like that, have you ever had like a fever dream? Uh, I can't say I've ever had that happen. No. Oh man, you never have you ever played Tetris for a hundred hours and then you see Tetris <laughs> at night? Yeah. Uh, I had a really bad one with fucking Star Fox Adventures on the <laughs> N64. Man, there was some puzzles in that game. The night after I played that, I had the dream my whole fucking night. Of like pushing these blocks around and being Star Fox, and it was the worst experience I've Why ever is that had. The, that sounds like a good experience. It was awful being Star Fox. Whenever I learned a new program, like when I was learning Photoshop, I remember like copying and pasting and transforming objects like in my sleep all night long, and making smart objects and stuff like that. But I'm I'm talking about like you've never had like one of these weird waking dreams where like you're not you're not awake but you're not asleep or whatever, and you're like pretty lucid. This happens to me every once in a while. It's kind of a nightmare. It's usually when I'm sick or when I'm like oversleeping. But like you're awake and your eyes are completely open and you're seeing everything in the room around you. But there's always something there that is not quite right. And it's usually a monster. Um, what if like when I hallucinate, what if I do have these fever dreams, but the dimension I hallucinate is just like the is is identical to our own except for like mustard and ketchup or swapped or something like that or or plants that talk <laughs> or plants that talk you know 
Um, is so hallucinations being like views into the other dimensions or whatever. One of these dimensions, the plant dimension, and they've been trying to figure out how to get somebody who's hallucinating into the plant dimension to eat one of them and crap their seeds out well, into their own dimension. Yeah. And that's how they cross pollinate the dimensions. Is, the plant dimension is tripping all the time. Like it's just they so they they're seeing our shit and they know we're here and they want to get over. Yeah, if you eat the seeds that they want if if they if they manage to eat those seeds, then the seeds cause intense hallucinations. Yeah. An intense hallucination large enough to open up like a vortex between dimensions. Fucking, fucking portal. And that's how the plants take over. That's no good. That's a bummer. Yeah. But then they become our friends. You know? In a plant dimension, do the plants eat humans? Uh, well, let's continue reading the ideas. I think there's something that would be uh, relevant. Oh, no. To that. All right. I haven't read all the ideas. Chef Robert, Robert Irvine says, everyone's got to move to the moon in a week. Because of the plants. We already figured it out. <laughs> the plants are getting through. They're coming over. They're plants. taking over. It's freaking plants. Get the fuck out of here. We've got a week to get out of here. Um. Yeah, I think a lot of us are not. Gonna yeah, make let's it. keep going here because animal, all animals' uh, favorite food is human, and that comes from <laughs> cool flu. So all animals' favorite food is human. <laughs> and if if plants are sentient, if plants can think and feel, might as well throw that in the animal category. And point, they can right? talk to animals. Like you know that they're on. The they're side talking of to animals. animals all day, and animals are just like trying to sell them on how delicious human is. No, really, man, you gotta try it sometime. It's amazing. <laughs> tried humans. Well, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm a plant. I kind of like photosynthesis and all. No, dude, you've never experienced anything quite like human before. I don't know. I I could see that there would be like a like a certain a group of plants that would start siding with humans just because humans are on the run constantly. So I could see a, a set of plants that are like, dude, if you eat me, eat my eat my ovaries right now, and I'll tell you about every animal that I've seen in the in the vicinity. And I know people that know people. This, this I'll keep is you in so the chain. terrible. You've got to you got to get my rocks off. That's exactly it. If we if we draw parallels to like a human doing a similar sort of thing, like, dude, if you suck me off right now, I'll do. But it's also like food, you know. There's a bear in this woods, and he's hungry as fuck. You suck me off, I will let you know where that bear <laughs> is and how long ago he's been here. fucking pervy apple tree yeah. kept trying to get me to suck him off. Yeah, they don't care about your life. They're just trying, to get... yeah. <laughs> just trying to get off. I swear, you eat me and my friends here, I'll tell you everything I know. So, wait, but it's true, because, like, humans are one of the few animals who actually... Um, experience pleasure from sex, right? They do it for more than just reproductive purposes. And dolphins. And dolphins. And dolphins, yeah. That's my point. And so, my dog. And I think, chin, I think so chinchillas it's like masturbate. Really incredibly intelligent <laughs> creatures <laughs> experience pleasure from copulation, mm-hmm. right? So if plants can think and feel and communicate, that means that they've got to be pretty dang intelligent. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So we can only assume that in this world they probably do... It, it, like sex for them probably is pleasurable. They fucking, they fucking love getting their ovaries eaten. Like, oh my god, it turns me on so hard when I hear all those humans sneezing during <laughs> allergy season. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, the plants have probably made bio spaceships, like like tree spaceships, and they're gonna launch off, and they're like, 
They're, they're probably the ones that have turned animals against human well, beings. Well, then we're not going to be safe on the moon, man. What would a tree make a spaceship out of? Out of itself. <laughs> this Okay, this is what I'm saying. You've got a tree that can grow itself into a spaceship-ish shape. Form. form. Or a tree that and can just grow into space. It's, it's, yeah. it's roots are... Just a big, just a very big. Its tree. roots are locking in gases underneath of itself, and it's going to ignite those and blast itself right off of the face of the planet. And it has turned every animal. <laughs> it's turned it's PhD space. It's tree. turned every animal against human beings, and it's like, hey, come hang out in me. You can eat all my fruit that you want to, and we're going to blast off to the moon, and you, we can just shit me out all over the moon, and I've got a whole other rock to populate. Yeah. So, what about the plants that like don't produce fruit? Or I guess if this is in a world where like plants survive primarily by convincing other species to devour their fruit, there'd be a lot of plants with crazy delicious fruits out yeah, there. What's what's the what's the story of the pine tree? You know, like no one wants to fucking eat a pine Dude, cone. Dude, eat my pine cone, come on, <laughs> man. Please. Just shove it shove it in your mouth. It's so crunchy, Please. come on. Just marinate it for three days and put it in a pressure and cooker. These bristly barbs, I guarantee they're very succulent. Dude, if you eat them all, then you won't have to step on them. Does it count if you make tea out of it? Because I feel like nettles off of certain plants and like pine trees, you can make tea out of. Well, yeah, you can make tea out of it, but does does that help them, you know, procreate? No, not at all. Come on, you just gotta you gotta steep my <laughs> seeds. <laughs> what about like deforestation, though? I'm sure they hate it. Maybe that's why the animals have convinced, or the plants have convinced the animals to eat us all. Well, I mean, the plants can communicate with animals, right? Well, maybe, well, yeah, that's my point. Like, yeah. they've, they've noticed that humans are fucking up the world, not to get political or anything, but <laughs> they're fucking up the world, so the plants are like, all right, man, we gotta, we gotta tackle this problem right quick. Animals are still totally willing to eat our fruit, and they're helping us... Like get our rocks off twenty four seven, so we don't really need we don't really need this human element. Like, uh, yeah, most people don't even like fruit. So living in the Midwest, there's not like a lot of large animals. I don't have to worry about bears or jaguars or like elephants or anything like that. It's mostly like worst case scenario, it's a coyote or somebody's big dog. So, I mean, considering that like all animals are turning on humans. It would actually be kind of a field day out here. Like I could just get a bat with a nail through it, and I' not too worried about it. I would just be slaying squirrels and rabbits left and right, and just stomping, stomping. Dude, Australia would be so fucked. Australia would be fucked. Can you imagine a kangaroo that wanted to eat you? Dude, they're so jacked. I know they're like so strong. <laughs> they're, so, they're so fucking ripped. They would fuck you. They're probably ripped from. Yeah, they they've they've gained the strength of all the human hearts they've oh, devoured. Yeah. Yeah. They're on a high protein diet at that point too, so they're like extra <laughs> jacked. They're just like, oh shit! What if the plants start to communicate to the animals like how to work out, <laughs> how to lift? They teach them the secrets <laughs> yeah. of games because we can't talk to the animals. So like, we've never been able to teach them how to lift, but the plants can. The plants are like building up their animal army to take on the humans. And not only that, but they're teaching them like good dietary like concerns. So like, okay, you yeah. want to balance your protein with uh, a certain amount of this and that. So like, they're <laughs> growing and feeding them like very specific uh, dietary. They can control what they're yeah. growing or whatever. Yeah, and so you have like really tone, really well put together animals that are just just looking to murder you at every single. Yeah, because you ever have you guys like ever seen a bear? Like a shaved bear. I, I don't know. I don't think so. That's just, uh... that's just pure muscle. <laughs> Their BMI is off the chart. It's crazy. They're so fucking strong. And they're not even they're not even doing any deadlifts. Mm -hmm. 
They're not even doing any snatching grips, you know? <laughs> what? <laughs> but how would... Oh, God. Can you imagine, though, if, like... Okay, so all animals' favorite food is, is humans, and the plants are helping them out. And the plants are smart. The plants are very intelligent. Do you think that they would enslave, through their hallucinogenic, super tasty fruits, uh, other human beings who would then help make bear workout materials and workout um, equipment (laughs) yeah i mean if i were walking through the woods and some plants promised me that they could make me dwayne johnson huge i would start listening yeah but then it's your job to make a a a bear dwayne johnson huge for a bear secretly it's they just take your efforts and redouble it (laughs) we won't eat you this time but you are a bitch now and you're gonna help this bear bench press you're gonna you're gonna be this bear spotter. Yeah. You're gonna design <laughs> elliptical machines for this bear until he's like well, a freaking he's like the Lord Humongous of bears or whatever you know. There are a lot of plants that live super long, so I imagine that there are plenty of trees that are outside of military installations, just like well, taking notes. biding their time, yeah. taking notes. Yeah, exactly. And they're they're growing their vines, creeping in like to the windowsill, so they can listen in the conversations. Mm-hmm. Plant warfare is going to be out of this world. And they're, they're probably not even going to let us know that, that the war is on until, like, half the population is dead. So how come this hasn't happened yet? How come nobody has taken a gorilla and taught it how to, like, <laughs> bodybuild and deadlift and shit? Honestly, I think about this all the time. Well, I mean, why haven't we done that yet? Why is it there? <laughs> I mean, we could teach them sign language. We could definitely teach them how to lift. <laughs> They'd probably love it, too. Why is it there for a pro-level circuit of gorilla bodybuilding competitions out there right now well this is because this is because the liberal media doesn't want us doesn't want you training your animals for the like for the upcoming race war i think it's it's because the liberal media thinks that it's animal cruelty man but have you ever watched pumping iron with arnold schwarzenegger it doesn't look like he's having fun but he really is it doesn't sound like it either all he talks about the whole time is how much lifting feels like coming and i bet you gorillas love to come (laughs) I can assume. Literally, in Pumping Iron, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger is just like, every time I lift the weight, it's like, I'm coming, oh, I'm coming and coming and coming. And when I go home, I have more sex, so I'm just coming more, oh, and I'm God. always coming. <laughs> oh, Arnold. And he got elected after that. I wish... Yeah, I was about to say, I wish they, like, if I were the candidate running against him, I'd just take a clip of that <laughs> from those my ad campaigns. Like, do you want this guy in office? Uh, well, if I was Arnold, come I, would, all over everything. I would lean into that. Every time I legislate, it's like I'm coming. <laughs> when I sign the bills, I come. I come. come. come but my point is that listening to I sign the good. bills with my calm. It's getting those, you get those endorphins going, you know, you get, you get, you build confidence and. I don't know. Maybe maybe you think a gorilla is confidence, but you've never seen a gorilla lift. They've never been able to meet their full potential. You know. No, that's a frightening thought, though. I am so proud of you, Bongo. Your gains are off the chart. I mean, I I, I think it's mostly because we're genuinely terrified. Like chimps and gorillas could already tear us limb from limb. That's probably what it is. That is actually you, exactly what it you is. You would not. There would be no way. You give even the weakest gorilla a fucking barbell set. And he will he will be he will be any human. You give you know? the weakest gorilla barbell set and a and a plant to train it. You you set him against fucking McGregor or whoever is the king oh, of WWE over. now, you know? Top number one fight man. 
You know, weakest gorilla versus number one. I haven't seen that new Rampage movie, but I feel like that's probably what the plot of that movie is. Like somebody set some barbells to that gorilla, and that's why it's as huge as it is. And that's why the gorilla just got. I think that's what happened. Yeah, in the trailer, um, like some sort of mysterious package fell out of like a satellite in space, and I think it was just a barbell. Just a barbell. (laughs) And Dwayne, that's why the military was after Dwayne the Rock Johnson, is because they he was he was training his gorilla to to deadlift. Yeah, and they're like, no, fuck. Well, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson has like a um, he he he's never be, been able to meet a human who could match him. You know, <laughs> like this, when you're on top, truth. he's when you when you're the smartest kid in class, you're in the wrong class. You know, and he's the he's the strongest human, so he's in the wrong species, I guess. So yeah. he decided to go to the next rank up. Mm-hmm. I would probably would, I probably would have started a little slower, or maybe he did. Maybe he trained dogs after that and fought the. The yeah, world's the, strongest dog. Yeah, at the one. beginning of the movie, he's just like at the beginning of the movie, it opens with him like ripping a chimpanzee in half with his bare hands. <laughs> he's, he's like, I have to. And he's like, he's like next bare knuckle boxing a chimp. <laughs> yeah, it's just a montage of him like moving up the 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 ladder of like ripping weasels in half. That <laughs> I really want to see him like swing a monkey around by its tail and throw it through a window. Like, it's just him tra- training successively larger and more ripped animals and ripping them in half with his bare hands until eventually that's the just, gorillas. That's just the scientific process. The gorilla gets out of control. Has, do you think science has ranked? Do you think they have a ranked list of the strongest animals? Like or from weakest to strongest, the spectrum of yeah, strength. Probably, but I feel like every animal has different like aspects. Like I'm pretty sure that a gorilla can deadlift like crazy. But I mean, it the like a cling and jerk is probably more of like an elephant like tr- trunk sort know. of a thing. Gorillas gorillas are all upper body, man. I don't know about deadlifting. That's that's pure hamstrings. I'm, man. I'm pretty sure whales got a lot of muscle, but I don't know if they could do a whole lot with it once you pull them out of the water. Uh, they could probably do some serious crunches. I mean... <laughs> they got serious crunches. Their ab muscles are ridiculous. I wonder I wonder where humans rank on the list. Um... Hopefully, hopefully, people like Dwayne Johnson and Arnold Schwarzenegger bring are up, bring up raising the, the bar a little bit for us. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, who do you test? I mean, like to to put that in the league, is it like do you test the the strongest of your species, or is it the the average? Dude, there is there is some other dimension where like they have done this. They have gathered, they sent scientists all throughout the land to gather the strongest of each species, and they have like a Dragon Ball Z sort of fight. like tournament. Yeah. Yeah, and to to level the playing field, they give the human like a lobotomy or something like that. <laughs> no, that's not leveling it though, because like it's it's all things on the table. Yeah. No, no, they've all got to just be mindless slabs of meat going at it. <laughs> and you don't win until you've ripped your opponent bodily in half. That's the only way. Yeah, you can exactly. Win. It's like the three the three second count in wrestling, except that you have to rip somebody in half. I yeah. I can only imagine just like the coach athlete relationship, like someone would have with like the gorilla. You know, like Rocky, but <laughs> <laughs> with the you're gonna rip him in half, Bongo. <laughs> you you got this, Coco. <laughs> this is a beautiful world. I just love the, like, but it's not even that. He has to tell the plant to tell Coco that he's gonna. Rip yeah. him in half. <laughs> And the plant is lying the whole time because the plants cannot afford to have humans have any kind of a bond with animals. Uh, Oh, I see. Oh, so they're they're just like in the beginning they they actually do communicate, um, 
true to their word exactly what the humans are saying verbatim. But slowly but, it becomes more insidious. Yeah, because they got to earn the humans' trust to begin with, to use them as the middleman, yeah. you know. Burgess Meredith says you suck, Coco. He says you're a piece of shit, Coco. Coco says he loves you, Burgess Meredith. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is an interesting world. But it does explain why we have to move to the moon. Yeah, I would peace the fuck yeah. out real quick you gotta get the hell out of here i mean but like everybody's got to be there by next week that's a lot i don't think even elon musk could make that happen the thing is this is like that is one week after the gorillas discover the gym like gorillas they make, make, they it make gains that fast to the ymca yeah they make it to the ymca they discover the ymca you got one week oh man the thing <laughs> the thing that really fucks this up the the whole like watershed moment is when the YMCA realizes it's been accidentally giving memberships out to gorillas for the past like six weeks or something like that. To shaved gorillas. Part of their membership policy is gorillas getting free. Like they didn't even notice. It's just very in fine print at the bottom. But I think that what would happen is like like a plants would completely overrun a YMCA and open the doors to gorillas. Just let them in, or would they? Or would they? Um find some way to subjugate an employee of the YMCA so that it starts issuing membership cards to gorillas. <laughs> I think that's much more funny. They've got a guy on the inside and they're like, I do like the idea of humans defecting. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not so much that they're defecting. It's kind of like they've got, they've set them up and they what have, if they're, what if it's like jungle book? What if it's like a Mowgli and they're raised by the jungle? Hmm. It'd be hard to insinuate people into that situation, though. I think it's more likely that you get them in a compromising situation and have a prostitute piss on them while you're recording it. Yeah. The plants do. Yeah. And then the they hold that over their heads and they're like, we're going to go public yeah, with this. Evidence. We're going public unless you start issuing that, YMCA memberships to all the gorillas. That would be an excellent twist. Like, you see the photos and it's from like an upward angle outside the window or whatever and like whoever took these must have been sitting in that tree very low to the ground interesting it was my cactus god damn it you sold me out no uh, it's slow and it's a slow boil sort of a thing like it's a good six or eight months it's like man there's a lot of really jacked dudes up in this place with really short legs that's kind of weird and then there's just more of them every single day and eventually you realize oh fuck they're all albino gorillas that's the thing that's the fundamental thing about plants is that they plan on scales that we don't even we don't even mm-hmm. imagine you know yeah, yeah some trees got hundreds of, hundreds of years they've got the mighty got oaks. hundreds of years yeah planning hundreds of years in advance and they have expendable foot soldiers in the form of grass and blueberry yeah. plants yeah <laughs> Those poor blueberry beads. And then one day you got to fucking hop on a rocket ship. Get the hell out of there. I do. I love we turn this whole plants thing into such a, you know, horny <laughs> and evil thing. Thanks, and Mom. Just just reread, reread it again. A world where plants have learned to communicate with people and animals. The co- yeah, the co- if my mom asks, maybe I'll just say like, yeah, we didn't have time to use your idea. They have senses and feelings and they convey <laughs> to humans and creatures. It's such a it's such a kind. Well, I and... told you she didn't fucking think about it, man. Like, as soon as you actually put any thought to this, you realize it's not the innocent little dream landscape that you built in no, your mind. No, it's a nightmare. No, I mean, plants, for... they're just trying to get their rocks off all the time. <laughs> How about this? For the, for the sake of having a little, like, audio clip to share with my mom to please her, 
we can we can imagine what like the the sour patch not the sour patch kids the the cabbage patch, the cabbage patch kids version of this is mm-hmm. you know it's where you just like it's so nice i mean so nice <laughs> it's really it's really wonderful i've never felt more at peace in the world mm-hmm. you know just plants and animals coming together and loving each other and not in that way I really enjoy talking to all those house plants you can smoke anything just complimenting your weed plant on how fantastic the most recent strain is, you know? <laughs> yeah. You're really you're really outdoing yourself, Mr. Weed Plant. This is wonderful. Really thanking the office plant for all the fresh air it provides in your stale, stale mm-hmm. cubicle farm. What is that? Is that a little bit of citrus that I taste <laughs> in the air? Hey. Mm. Isn't that nice? That's that's wonderful. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mr. Tomato, this is turning into a wonderful salad. Thank you for sacrificing your body. For my nourishment. Thank you. Thank you for the sacrifice of your flesh. Thank you, plant Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to make wine out of you. Mr. Tree, thank you so much. I am fair-skinned, and I really appreciate the shade. Thank you, Mr. Tree. St- Mr. Grass, stop tickling me. You know how ticklish I am, Mr. <laughs> Grass. <laughs> Until the fucking gorillas show up with the machetes. <laughs> the gorillas show up and tear your arms out of their sockets, and the plants laugh and consume your blood. So this, that's, maybe this actually is the world. We have, like, <laughs> we're forming really strong relationships with the plants. I honestly still think the plants will be far too distracted with their own race wars to ever even consider what the humans might be up but to. I, I really feel like they would use us as proxy agents. It's this whole, like, war in the Middle East sort of a thing where it's like... Oh, so they would use us as proxy yeah, agents yeah. to... Oh, okay. To, to wage war on the other yeah. plants. I mean, what would the alliances look like, you know? Would it be trees versus shrubs? Legumes or? versus... Um, not legumes. Nuts. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> legumes hate nuts. It's mostly because of the whole peanut debacle. Tubers. It's mostly because they always get confused as nuts. You know. Yeah. You've got a lot of uh, plants with air superiority, air superiority in the form of like apple trees and most trees and that sort of thing. And then we have carrots, which are low to the ground, but they're dug in. They're stuck in. How do you get them out? How do you root those roots out? How did they talk to their friends? That's actually a really good point, Ryan, because plants, I mean, it only says that they can communicate and feel and think and what all. So they, I still, we can only assume that they can't move, right? No. So they really do have to use other creatures as like their agents. Yeah. So you've got like bears running around with a mouthful of carrots and the carrots are like instructing it what to do. Yes, plant us here. We'll set up a base of operations here. This is lovely. <laughs> This is perfect. I do like the idea of like a child getting lost in the woods and the plants raising him to be a plant <laughs> child. <laughs> Lay very still. That's right. This is the way of our people. Lay very still. You're moving. Stop it. Stop moving. Soon you will absorb the energy from the great ball in the sky. <laughs> no, I mean like preparing preparing a human. To become a sleeper like agent. They gather all of their... the the Yeah, exactly. They gather all their resources, their knowledge of human society, and they like train the child to enter into society they like make it a suit they pull the, the they suit. have like they have triggers it's like <laughs> when when they eat the next time they eat a, a tomato it's going to trigger their conditioning and they're going to go on a rampage and start just killing everybody murder everyone around them sleeper cells but they could do that to anybody though like they could do that to your dog they could do that to i mean animals favorite food is people is that what it is it's like <laughs> So a lot of the the dog food that you feed to your dog and cat food and so on actually has a lot of grains and stuff like that in it. 
I thought you were, were going to say people. They have, a, but that, but that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting to. Do the plants actually start modifying their own flavors to taste like people, or do they actually yeah. start getting other animals to start throwing people into the grain so that um, the pla- the dog food actually tastes like people? So the first time your dog accidentally bites you, or you cut yourself and it gets the scent of your blood, it's like, oh, this this people is full of food. My favorite kind, the only oh, kind of food see. that I know. And then it's just a freaking chain reaction after that. The first time that there's a... I mean, that makes sense for domestic animals, but there's a lot more, like, non-domestic animals than there are domestic animals. So you're saying, like, a bear tastes a human and is like, this tastes nothing like food. This tastes nothing like what I'm accustomed to. This doesn't taste like trout. Fuck this. I don't want this. Yeah, I think we have we have to mostly be afraid of ants. Like, once once the trees have convinced ants that we are delicious... They will consume us. That's a hard one to fight against, too. There's no stopping them. Got to go to the moon. Why well, just... I mean, we all... That's why we got to get We all maybe moon. don't have a favorite food, but we have our favorite foods. We have foods that we crave, and we have the luxury of being able to, like, seek those out when we're experiencing craving. Yeah. So I wonder, like, how far an animal will go to seek out their human craving. To the moon. Because, like, <laughs> when you don't satisfy a craving, it just intensifies, you know? Yeah, I mean... Like Steven says, is like if if animals' favorite food is humans, and all the humans get off the planet, or a bunch do, and then the rest are just consumed, then all the animals have that craving for human, and they're like, "God, there's no more human. I really want some human. How are we gonna get some human?" And the plants are like, "We can go to the moon and eat some more humans." <laughs> You're in plant voice. We'll never get old. <laughs> It's <laughs> all <whole> episode. <laughs> but then that's when animals start fucking making a rocket ship to the moon somehow. I mean, yeah. the the plants have already got most of the knowledge of humankind. I mean, there there've got to be trees outside Cape Canaveral, you know, watching, mm-hmm. monitoring. They've been watching the whole time. Mm-hmm. Do you think they would start to like farm us at some point? That's exactly what I was mm-hmm. thinking. I think they would farm us. I think they'd be wise enough to farm us. Yeah. They've got to they've got to keep those animals satisfied, mm-hmm. you know. The humans become the plants in the farm. And they already know. They know we love boning down. (laughs) Like, this is common knowledge. The only problem with going to the moon is in order to, like, have a steady supply of oxygen, we're going to have to bring something with us. Not plants. (laughs) Oh, fuck. No. fuck. I think we're going to have to bring plants. But we're going to have to, like, enslave those plants, Mm. which probably won't be that hard. That's going to be a tenuous balance. Plants that have been brainwashed. But the thing is, like... Plants, in order for plants to communicate in a language that we understand, they have to, like, learn that language. So we just have to make sure these are, like, feral plants that don't speak the language, mm-hmm. you know? They were raised by animals instead of by other plants or humans. Or, or we just, like, grew them in a box. I don't know. Individually, one at a time. alone. I don't, think, I don't think we have to teach, like, a dog to raise a flower in order to breathe. We taught these plants nothing about the world. Yeah, exactly. These are new, fresh plants. Because all maybe... It could be that, like, we know about this problem, about the plants, and maybe even we might, might know about their plan because we've got, like, double agents in the field. <laughs> People um, pretending to be plants <laughs> or animals. <laughs> hey, it's me. I'm a bear. <laughs> Just a really hairy human. I've come for the honey. Yeah. What's up? Uh, hey, you, got any, you got any plans to kill all the humans or anything like that? I'm super willing to help. I love human meat. Definitely a bear. Yeah. Uh. Look at me. Look at my furry uh, suit. I mean, skin. Look at these big claws. No way a human has these. 
but it could be that we're on to them. You know, we've got mm. it figured out. So maybe we have we send crews out throughout the world to kill off all the old plants so that they're only young plants who aren't as knowledgeable. You know, are in, are insects considered animals? No, they're not plants. I know that much. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah I know that. that but... I be- I believe so. Yeah. All right. That's yeah, a bummer. I don't know. That's a good question. I think so because usually when you think about living creatures on the earth you're like plants and animals so they got to fall under one of those yeah. categories well, I, th- I think fungus is also kind of like a third category mm. so the mushrooms could be like sort of a neutral party they don't they don't know what the fuck is going on no one can talk to the mushrooms yeah mushrooms are their own fucking except thing. through hallucinations i just love the idea of uh having like a plant delegate at the united nations <laughs> <laughs> brokering a peace treaty between the humans and maybe even the animals <laughs> You would actually, you would actually have to have an animal at the, the UN. This would get really complicated because, like, what is the what is, what is the animal that represents, and what is the plant that represents at the UN? Dude, the UN is going to be insane when we like start to allow all the different species to have their own delegates. We're we're never going to get anything done. Maybe that's why humans leave. It's like, we fucking messed up. We should never have taught all those animals to lift and all those plants to talk. We should never have taught the plants about the United Nations. That was the worst idea. They just filled up all the seats with fucking trees and shrubs. Uh, I could see myself as a plant terrorist or whatever, though. Like, all of the insidious plans were, like, at the United Nations itself. I would have had somebody on the inside redirecting all of the toilet. Um, pipes into like a sub basement that's full of um, dirt. And then every time one of the UN council members or whatever takes a shit, like it's full of the fruit and berries that they've been eating and it goes directly into the basement. And then the, the, the plant delegate stands up and says, <laughs> basically threatens everybody's we already own this entire building. And all the plants would come up. We have you surrounded. All the plants would come, like, grow up through the bottom of the UN building and take everybody hostage, even the animals. They would take even all the animal delegates hostage. Well, I think the plants are just using the animals. Like, eventually, they do plan on, you know, completely taking over. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why the, maybe they're putting their race war on hold until plants are all that's left. And then it's a battle royale. Because I feel like I feel like humans would be able to put their differences behind them if we were having to worry about a plant mm-hmm. war, you know. This is a nightmare. This is a, yeah, it's a terrifying, terrifying. I don't know place. if I'm ever gonna eat fruit again, honestly. Dude, I'm gonna eat so much fruit. <laughs> You're one of them. I mean, now that now that I think I can think about the fact that I'm getting something off while I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! You know, uh, I mean, speaking of getting plants off. Yep. Um, <laughs> Tell me. There are already people who currently um, have intimate feelings for inanimate objects. Mm. Maybe some of them might even be plants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I know there are probably a couple hippies out there who took it past hugging with the trees. <laughs> you know, that'd be very uncomfortable. So imagine, like, I'd be very worried about splinters, especially if you can actually have a, a deep emotional relationship with the plant what's going to stop people from that that's definitely going to be an option like men or women male or female humans are going to be like oh man i'm so sick of my gender or the opposite gender or whatever i need i need to i need to resort to some sort of thing that just gets me man i understand you cody (laughs) 
<laughs> I just want to listen to you all day. <laughs> I get it, man. It's hard. <laughs> they don't understand you like I do, Cody. Eat this. Put this in your mouth. Eat it. Yeah. And oh, then, God. you know, there's also going to be, like, when you can, that's that's the result of developing an emotional relationship with the plant. And when you start to get confused sexually about what all their, all their vines and shit. But then when you start to develop, like, an emotional relationship talking to an animal through a plant, <laughs> that's when things get real confusing. Ugh. Yeah, that's not easy at all. Like, that's like, what is that? Oh, what is that old play? The the freaking guy with the super long nose um, that is the poet that tries to express his love to the woman but has to do it through a good-looking intermediary. Oh. Yeah. No, that sounds about right. Like, a, a really handsome plant. And then they made a Stephen, Steve Martin movie based on it called Roxanne. Oh, that's what that's based off of. That's interesting. Edmund Rustan's Sereno de Bergerac. So it'd be a similar sort of a situation. How did you forget that? I don't know. I don't know how I could possibly forget that. Um, Man, what a loser. God, you're so A similar sort of a situation where it's like you have to express your love to a plant or a plant is trying to woo you through a shaved gorilla or something like that. No, no, you have to express your love to a shaved gorilla through a plant. (laughs) Oh, that's the way you like it. Okay, I get it. But that gorilla finds that plant super hot. Oh, that's an unfortunate situation. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, quite frankly, I feel pretty okay about this world. There are so many more options for love. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you could literally say there are plenty of fish in the sea because, yeah, just go talk to a plant and maybe fuck a fish. maybe. Dolphins like to do it for fun. Exactly. Fine. You'll find they got plenty of holes. I mean, a tuna is expecting to get knocked up because they don't do it for pleasure. They're expecting that they are going to get pregnant and spawn. But it, that's true that's the problem with boning down on animals is that but it, you know but a dolphin you're, you're kind of you'll be tied a dolphin's dtf dolphin is down to fuck just for fun that's just the way it is and for power and power that's a power play usually <laughs> for dolphins yeah how did the episode with plants become like our most sexual yet this is a very horny plant that's episode. all plants do dude <laughs> plants that's all plants do. dude that's what that's what horny comes from just i from, mean literally you know. all plants can do is pro- procreate that's like their only thing that they do and talk and now. talk so of course what's the one thing they're going to talk Procreating. about i mean honestly i don't see why plants would want to get rid of us because we're going to just be helping them procreate all the time unless maybe the problem is those goddamn sjw's those those freaking <laughs> the, the liberal media <laughs> It's saying plants have feelings now, so don't eat their fruit because they don't like it. And the plants got and the plants mad. out there like they get really goddamn that's pissed. All they want. That's all they want. They're just hey, that's our foreplay you're messing with. <laughs> that's yeah. our nut. That's our literal <laughs> nut. Our rocks. Hey man, don't cock block us, man. How am I supposed to get my nuts off? But once you get to the moon, though, after you've escaped from all of the animals, like how do you eat? Like you have to put that. You have to put the animals and the plants back into the cycle again. Unless it's just you, is it full on cannibalism nonstop? Uh, yeah, maybe that's preferable to being devoured by animals on Earth. I don't, I don't like those options there. So it's either stay on the on Earth and it's like a zombie apocalypse, except that it's animals, 
or move to the moon and you have to eat other human beings every every single day. I'm telling day. you, we probably bring saplings along with us and some baby animals, and then we keep the animals away from the plants. We do not ever let those commingle. We don't even like when we're eating our meal. We don't even let the vegetables touch the meat on the plate. Can we go back to the Cabbage Patch Kids version of this world, where it's just you know love and fields of poppy flowers and just all, all the plants are telling you how beautiful you are like you're a fairy princess or something sounds very nice you just pluck a baby out of the ground and, and raise it let's just go to the- until you eat it until you decide to eat it all right well that's a world welcome to your new home on the moon sorry it sucks so bad check us out on facebook check us out on reddit we are disposable worlds Check us out on radbotproductions.com where you can download um, and stream previous episodes and see what other projects we're up to. Submit ideas to us on Reddit or on Facebook. Just keep an eye out, like us, and subscribe to our subreddit. And you'll get to enjoy so many more countless hours of this sort of thing. (laughs) Um, Thanks to Belafonte for the use of our theme song, Bastion, off their EP Primeridian. Cool. Thanks. thanks, guys. And thanks to all thanks, of our guys. users um, and submitters. We can't do it without you guys. So hit us up. Thanks Come up with. Cody's mom. <laughs> thanks to Cody's mom. Thanks to yeah, Ro. Thanks, mom. Super appreciate it. Don't listen to this episode. If you made it this far, I apologize. I am so sorry. Thanks to Tossers Delight, Chef Robert Irvine, and Cool Flu. Um, again, keep throwing them at us, and eventually we'll get it right. Who knows? <laughs> Eventually, we'll build the perfect world. That's our goal here. All right. Well, until next time, this is Disposable Worlds.